0: Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore
1: real-life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world.
0: Hi, we're Chris and Christina, and today we're going to be talking, we're going to continue our discussion on characteristics of being a mentor. So Chris, you are going to throw out a question, and we're just going to uh, develop one of the characteristics of, of, of a mentor.
1: Well, I don't know that I'm going to start with a question, actually. I'm going to start with a statement. Oh, a statement. Okay. A mentor leads people to be confident, whole, and therefore healthy in all areas of their lives. Gotcha. That's a a big statement. That is. So we'll we'll unpack that. Okay. So what I mean by that is we we look at six aspects of a person. So we're spiritual, we're mental, emotional, relational, physical, and professional. Or if we're working on a degree, we're in in a mode of education. Sure, yeah. And all of those areas make up a part of who we are, Mm -hmm. and they all impact one another, at least at some point, and so they need to be addressed.
0: Right. So you'll hear us refer to the six areas. Oh, these are the six areas. So these are the six areas that we're talking about, the six areas that we believe make up who a person is.
1: So I want to start out by this. As a mentor, I... I've made a joke before in in our workshops mm-hmm. I will take a name tag yeah a paper name tag and write uh, mentor in big letters on it and put it on my on my shirt yeah and people are looking that and wondering <laughs> well, why does he have that on there right. that's kind of goofy it's a joke the point is if I have to remind people that mm-hmm. I'm a mentor uh-huh something's probably off yeah. I am the mentor I yeah. don't have to always give my title that way okay so if I don't Worry about the title, uh-huh. but I realize as a mentor, my position is actually to serve another person, the okay. mentee. Right. It changes the perspective. Uh huh. It really does. Yeah. So I want to help because I mentor men. I want to walk a guy through all six areas of his life, and I'm passionate about that. Part of the reason because growing up, I was never asked about most of those areas. Right. So. Why not? Right. Let's ask some good questions and let's unpack every area of a person's life.
0: Well, and it ties back into what we call Fahrenheit real life mentoring. If you only talk about, um, if you're only mentoring somebody for their career, there's so much more to a person than just their career. Or if you're only meeting to talk about um, uh, the Bible. There's so much more to a person than just the spiritual. So we say Fahrenheit, real life mentoring, because these six areas touch on real life, right? Right. So let's throw out that first, uh, the six areas. Let's start with spirituality. How do you help? um, And I'll speak into this as well. But why is um, knowing that a person is a spiritual person important as a mentor?
1: Well... As we talk about this, it, that's actually our foundation. Sure, we're spiritual beings. We live in these in these bodies on this earth for a certain amount of time, and it doesn't matter if you're a hundred years old, one hundred and ten years old, mm-hmm. you're going to die at some point. So, who we actually are is our uh, is made up of our spirits. Right. Um, we have a soul, mind, will, emotions, and we live in these physical bodies. So, give me the question again. What would you ask me about the spirit?
0: Uh, I don't know now. <laughs> okay. But that's a good point to bring up, that that's our foundation.
1: That's our foundation.
0: Now, do we mentor people who don't prescribe to our uh, definition of spirituality? We believe that our spirit comes directly from God. We have a relationship with him through Jesus. Um, But I mentor people, I mentor girls who don't. Have those same values? I'm not interested in converting them, right? Do I want them to know God through Jesus? Absolutely, but I'm caring for them by
1: um, where they are, where they are, where they exactly. currently are. Exactly, exactly. So meeting someone where they currently are. So when I think about uh, the spirit, I it takes me back to identity, right? And one of our other podcasts, we, we I think we spoke about i did talking about my identity when i understand the role of god as my father right so that is where i connect with god through my spirit he is my father and i'm his son and that changes everything for me right so it's much more than just uh reading the bible much more than just going to church going to a class going through training it's that relationship with God.
0: So let's kind of unpack this. Let's pretend um, I'm at a cafe and I'm meeting with one of my girls that I meet with. And we'll do small talk. How's your week been? Whatever. And she may lead with something that maybe she's going through something physically. But because we've been doing this for so many years, we certainly know how the physical impacts the spiritual. She may be have, you know, she may be sick. But what's happening in her spirit is, I guess I've done something wrong. God, God isn't pleased with me. Otherwise, I'd be well or whatever. That's just, you know, an out there example. But as we look at the whole person, these areas will overlap. But it's so important to always bring in the spiritual aspect of a person.
1: Well, if you think about it, okay, let's look at these six areas. So um, professional and educational how long do, do those last with us? Yeah, fleeting. They really are. Once we, we have a certain amount of education, it's inside of us. But the ability and the opportunity to use that on an ongoing basis. At some point, we retire, right? And so those things go away at some point to mm-hmm. some level. Uh, the the uh, the mental. Yeah. Right. That hopefully stays with us, but I my hopefully sh- well hopefully it does. <laughs> Some days I wonder, but that I am directly impacted. My mental is by my yeah. spirit, yeah. my relationship with God. I know that I've experienced the opposite of that. Sure. All right. What about relationships? Yeah. Some come and go. Some some remain. Mm-hmm. But people are people. We're human, and mm-hmm. we make mistakes. We we sin. We struggle, and yeah. So that that's another area that I can't actually hold on to. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Right. Uh, um, let's tie a bow in spiritual. What would you say? Why do we address the spiritual? I think we've addressed all those things, but at the end of the day, why? Why do we address spiritual issues with a mentee?
1: At the end of the day, it's it's the core of who we are. Yeah. It's the th- it's the piece of us that makes us who we really are. That's going to last now, all through eternity.
0: Exactly. It is because we when we. The, the goal for our mentoring is not just to give people tools, right, to make it through the next day or the next year, but we are concerned about people's eternity, mm-hmm. and if we don't address the spiritual, we're, we're doing a great disservice.
1: And I in, in speaking to some men recently, I, I talked about the importance of understanding the character of God as our Father. Mm. That is directly tied to my spirit. Yeah, okay? exactly. Because He's not a physical Father living on this earth with me. Right. Um, but uh, it, it is foundational.
0: Yeah. Well, let's end with a story. Okay. Recently, one of my mentees I've known for years and years, um, she she's on a journey to, to discover who God is. But in one of our conversations, she had experienced the loss of a family member, and it, it shook her at her very core. Not always is she open for spiritual conversations, but this was a day that she was. And... Um, Because it's uncomfortable, I could have (laughs) taken the easy road out and not have gone there with her. But I chose to ask her, you know, I, I see how this death has affected you. When you think about your own mortality, when you think about your own death, what feelings does it stir in you? And she was completely honest. Again, there's a lot of trust built up. And she said, it scares me to death. Well, that's a great jumping off point. So after about, you know, thirteen minutes of conversation, she was done and she needed to to change the topic. But as mentors, we believe that that talking and getting to the core of where people are spiritually just benefits them now. But like we've said, for eternity. Yeah. yeah.
1: With that it I don't everything else falls falls apart, falls to the wayside. Right. It really does at the end of the day.
0: Okay, so we say people are spiritual. We yeah. always we also say they're physical. Yes. So let's address that. Let's talk about how the physical impacts us as a whole person.
1: Okay. Talk about a time. Think about a time when you were physically sick or just tired, or maybe sick and tired, as we say. <laughs> I'm sick and tired. Sick and tired.
0: Right now. Okay, did, I've got it.
1: Okay, how did it impact you <laughs> mentally? Did it impact you mentally? And how did it?
0: Of course it impacted me mentally. Okay. Um, and how did it impact me mentally? I think when I'm sick and tired, <laughs> um, i I struggle to see the uh, silver lining. <laughs> Everything seems heavy and hard and difficult and hopeless.
1: okay which is That's just me <laughs> well, I think, I think a lot of people a lot would say, I think deal with that. so when I'm physically hurting, I'm physically sick or tired, my brain just doesn't work as well sometimes yeah. Um, so we are physical beings, and as I process this with guys over the years and looking at my own life, so um, it's been interesting. I've told guys, "Hey, let's talk about your physical health. Let's talk about your fitness and mm-hmm. the nutrition that you're putting in your body." Yeah. And many guys would have said, "I never. Why would a mentor talk to me about that? Mm-hmm. Are you a fitness coach? <laughs> no, I'm not." Yeah. And, um, but your physical body is a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. It's important to take care of it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to mentor you and I tell you I care about the whole person, then I should care about that as well. Yeah. So there's been times that I've gone to the gym to work out and some guys I've mentored, they've gone with me. Mm -hmm. And so what happens, so guys, I want you to understand, mentoring can be so natural at some point. Yeah. These conversations uh, happen back and forth. Yeah. So we'd go to the gym and we're there working out, but no one else in the gym would really know what's happening. Mm hmm because in the conversation, we're talking about personal matters, mm-hmm. why we're lifting weights.
0: Yeah. It, but you're also having fun. We're also having right? fun. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's just a side note. Yeah. Mentoring can be a lot of fun. You can do it at the gym while you're working out with some guys. But your your physical health, your nutrition is, is important. Yeah. Those things will impact you. Yeah. Uh, exactly, And then I also thought about the sexuality piece. Mm-hmm. That's a part of a physical man, and woman's body. Sure. And it needs to be addressed as well, and it yeah. seems to be off-limits sometimes. Yeah. But when you have that confidence... Well, off-limits
0: jealousy... in Christian circles, wouldn't you say?
1: Many, many Not times. Not to the world, but in Christian well, circles. But in healthy ways. Sure, sure, sure. In healthy ways. Mm-hmm. So what if you sit down with that person, hey, this is a part of who you are. Yeah. I know you want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let me put it on the table and let's start talking about it. It may be awkward at first. It may feel a bit strange because chances are... Nobody's talked to them. No one's ever talked with them about that in a healthy way. Sure. And so, but I can promise you over time, that topic itself will become more and more comfortable. Yeah. And you want to see a a man or a woman become um, healthy and confident in that area mm-hmm. of sexuality, mm-hmm. let a mentor talk him through some things.
0: Yeah. So just to be clear, sexuality isn't another topic. Ta- it's part of your physical person. It is. Um, let's conclude with a story. I remember back when we were engaged, you and okay. I, and um, there were never healthy conversations about sex in my household. <laughs> I think I got the sex talk. By, I was given a book. They knew I liked to read. Okay. And so that was my big sex talk. Nobody sat down and talked to me. You know, it's very shame-filled and don't do it unless Sa- you're married. Yeah, Secretive. Yeah. Okay. So I was scared to death. I knew I loved you, but, ee, you know, what's going to happen after we say I do? It scared me to death. So- I had a mentor in my life at that time and she knew <laughs> the fear and trembling that sex was causing me and the she, idea of it the idea yeah <laughs> the idea of it Woo-hoo, that's a whole other podcast anyway so she um she engaged in conversation with me about that and was I like a goofy awkward school girl in the beginning absolutely But it felt so nice for somebody, another woman, to talk to me from a biblical perspective about sex. And it was a game changer for me. And is it still sometimes a little awkward for me um, to bring that topic up? Eh, That's just my personality. However, man, women are waiting. Younger women are waiting to talk about those things.
1: Men are too. And my... uh, Similar background. Are you going to talk my story? May, maybe a little. <laughs> uh, but we never talked about that. But right. you knew. Okay, that. See, so you
0: can't even say it.
1: As you're growing. Talked about that. We talked about, we knew, talked about sex. <laughs> but we never talked about it in our yeah. home. Uh, again, very dysfunctional home. But it's humorous and kind of a ridiculous and sad story. Yeah. So I'm fin- I am finished my sixth grade year. Yeah. And I lived next door to this girl named Cheryl. Oh, we, no. We, I yeah, know the Cheryl story. story. So we were friends. And, you know, you had to cut off jean shorts and so That makes uh, you
0: sound so old. You do know that. I don't yeah. care. Okay.
1: So anyway, my friend Cheryl were hanging out at her house. She said, Hey, have you ever thought about braiding your shorts? And I thought, Why?
0: Okay. This what? is this is getting over PG. Okay, well, hold on.
1: So she said, I could take scissors and slice the bottom of your shorts and then I'll braid the pieces together. That
0: was so kind well, of I her. Well I thought, well, okay,
1: that's cool. You know, a goofy sixth grade boy. So she did that. I was wearing the shorts, and she would slice the pieces and then uh, braid them together. Oh, my. I thought, okay, no big deal. Yeah. So I walk in my front no door. Big I go deal. home. My mom says, what's going on with your shorts? <laughs> I said, well, Cheryl braided them for me. <laughs> it was then that my mom had kind of a sex talk with me. Yeah. And I Don't was let a,
0: girls braid your shorts. Yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> I was embarrassed. I was confused. Yeah. I thought, what does braiding shorts have to do with that? Anyway, so it wasn't handled properly. And again, where was my father? It's not a criticism. It's just the way it it was. And so go back to these six areas. It's so encouraging, so freeing, so um, life-changing when you can sit across from another person, Mm -hmm. your mentor, Mm -hmm. and walk you through every aspect of your life. Those categories, rather.
0: Right. And I would say certainly people from our generation, you know, we're in our 50s. Yes. we all have that same story that when you talked about sex, it was fear and shame and guilt-based. Um, and so what we're saying is, enough of that. <laughs> Let's talk about it in, in healthy conversations. In
1: healthy conversations. Because what you're doing when you do that as a mentor with another person, you're actually benefiting them, their future spouse, the person they're dating. Sure. The, the, anyone that they would have in their life. Uh, with a future relationship,
0: that's right. So, okay,
1: that's really important.
0: Let's talk about mental. We know that we we have brains and we have minds, but why do we talk with mentees about their mental uh, part of of who they are?
1: This is a piece that I would say for men that i've 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 met and talked about mentoring with and begun to mentor, it really grabs a hold of them quickly because I'll say things. I'll ask a question. Is there a battle going on in your mind some days? Mm-hmm. And they quickly, and they always say yes. Yeah. And I said, have you ever talked about that? Mm-hmm. Got what's inside of your head, out of your mouth to another man. Yeah. And many have not. Yeah. Because many of the thoughts are ugly. Yeah. They're disturbing. They're confusing. And we go, why would I voice that to someone else? Well, well you don't just voice it to anybody. You voice it to a trusted person.
0: Right. And same for women. I think that the biggest mental thing we have is our self-image. You know, we may put on lipstick and look really cute to the outside world, but in our head, there are battles going on about our self-image and our self-worth and comparison. So it's important, yeah, to talk about what's in your head. Let's get it out. Let's dispel the lies that you're believing. Let's create healthy space in your head.
1: I, I believe that when you allow um, these thoughts to remain inside of your head mm-hmm. and they're never expressed to another person to help you process them and walk through them and uh, and be done with them, yeah, uh, they that's when they take real control,
0: right? And you know, part of our mental is that's where anxiety, depression, OCD, any of those things. You know, I I'm not ashamed to say that I've struggled with anxiety. You know, I take medication to keep that monster at bay, but, um, it's just so important to just like talking openly and honestly about sex to talk openly and honestly about, um, is there depression? Is there anxiety? Are there other mental issues? Not that mentors can address those and fix those, but man, we need to be aware of that so we can refer to a counselor or whatever steps need to be taken.
1: To refer if if it's necessary. And that's that's another um, area we could talk about at some point. But when a mentor will be honest and real Mm -hmm. um, and say, I've dealt with anxiety. Like currently I would say, as Mm -hmm. we've talked, I think I'm going through an aspect of, uh, depression. And I say an aspect because I don't think I've done this before mm-hmm. and I'm trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. So seeking out a counselor, but I, because I'm a very healthy person, but something's off yeah. and I go, it's like the, a cloud following you around. Mm-hmm. And so I can sit down with a, a guy that I'm mentoring and say, here's the deal. You know me to a certain point, but I want, want to let you know, I think I'm dealing with some depression right now. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. And mm-hmm. You know what? It that does not do. It does not cause the mentee to run away and no. go. Wow, this guy's got problems. Yeah. What it does, it it opens up that guy's heart even more, to go. You're willing to be transparent with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Therefore, I'm going to be open with you about right. my struggles. Yeah. Yeah. So we just have a sh- a short time. Any other area you want to you want to just try to discuss?
0: Well, I think emotionally ties right into that. Right. Dealing well with our emotions. Um, and then relational. Boy, that could be a whole podcast, but if we don't address the relationships good, um, the the bad, the difficult ones, um, that's who a person is. They, they may be doing incredible in all the areas of their life, but if they have a broken relationship, um, that's gonna affect all the other areas of their lives. And then well, of course, educationally and professionally, if they're students or if they're on the job and they're stressed, that's going to filter in and bleed over to the other areas that we just talked about. Well,
1: There's so much to talk about in relationships. Yeah. That, that piece that we need to look at a future podcast just sure. for that. Yeah. Uh, but I will t- say this. I had a guy ask me one day, okay, this mentoring thing, what is this? Is it that touchy-feely stuff? <laughs> and so going back to the emotion, I wanted to hit this guy because I thought it's nothing about touchy-feely.
0: Right. And we're not advocating violence. No, so. not at
1: all. But I'm just <laughs> telling – I'm being honest. I go – it, and he said it with such a with force, like, "What is this mentoring? Is that that touchy feely stuff?" Uh-huh. And I kept my composure. I said, <laughs> "No." And I said, "If you consider authentic conversations, right, where sometimes emotion is shown, yeah, touchy feely, then maybe it is, but it's not." Yeah, what it,
0: that guy was actually saying is, "I don't talk about my emotions yeah. because
1: and yeah. that, that's where he is." And yeah. you go. So I go, "What's happened in his life? Sure, that he." is so, that he holds back like that. He because needs a mentor. He does. In reality, he wants to be able to, to open up and talk. Yeah. So he was just testing the waters there. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll, we'll be talking about this in future podcasts.
0: Yeah. So just to review, one of the characteristics that we believe a good, healthy mentor needs to talk about with their mentee is... Your ment to see your mentee as a whole person. So you're going to talk about them as a spiritual person, a physical person. Uh, You're going to address the mental, emotional, relational, and then education and professional areas of their life. That's real life mentoring. That's talking about real life.
1: And don't stress if you're already a mentor, if you're already a mentor, or you want to be. And you go, I don't have expertise in all these areas. None of us do. This is this is the wonderful part about this. Right. We can choose to be a connecting piece from, from people we mentor. So if I don't have experience in this area of professionalism or education, I'll find somebody that does. Yeah, that's what a good if, mentor does. If someone does. needs a, a professional counselor, I'll still walk with you, but let's get you a counselor. Yeah. So being a connecting piece and advocate is, is a key there.
0: Right. Well, we talked about a lot today, but we hope that this characteristic of, of mentoring really— uh, begins to resonate and you and you start using that in your own area and if you're out there going ah I want a mentor um, then would you allow this to be part of your discussion with your relationship with a mentor that you seek out so as always man we appreciate you tuning in we we um, are always our, our goal is to give you tools so you can do real life mentoring so thanks for joining us today